Home of Blackbeard, One of America's Cruelest Pirates by Anonymous from the Dawson Record, August 16, 1903. Coffee Break Collection, 18, Pirates. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Colleen McMahon. Home of Blackbeard, One of America's Cruelest Pirates. Elizabeth City, North Carolina, August 6th. Within two miles of this town still stands the former home of the greatest pirate that ever infested the American coast, a man who, in the early part of the 18th century, made himself master of the high seas and forced the world to acknowledge his naval supremacy as no other man has ever done. This was Edward Teach, otherwise Blackbeard. This whole locality was, for more than a hundred years, a rendezvous for pirates of the world, and the wife of Governor Pinckney walked the plank off Dare County, North Carolina. When Edward Teach left Bristol, England, on his first cruise, he was a mere sailor. Morgan, the famous buccaneer and privateer, had already introduced piracy as a gentleman's vocation, and until King Charles II gave him command of Jamaica as governor, he had created widespread consternation. The next king was not so friendly, and Morgan is said to have returned to his loot. Teach was by this time his boon companion and lieutenant. After the death of Morgan, Teach returned to England, where he squandered his gains. With the support of one Cornigold, an old mariner of Morgan's fleet, Teach was enabled to fit out a vessel and go into piracy for himself. With an excellent training in cruelty under Morgan, Teach began a career which is without a parallel. It was left for him to adopt Mongolian methods, murdering women and children with relentless cruelty. Teach's first action on leaving the English coast was to follow the Gulf Stream straight to Carolina, where he made for the Sounds. On the upper bank of the Pasquotank, he planted a colony accessible from the Sound. The house which the pirate built is now occupied by a well-to-do farmer. It is two stories high, with a deep basement walled in by rocks, which have given way to time, exposing the basement to view from the outside. All the material was originally brought from England, and though the floors and roofs have been repaired, the outside walls of English glazed brick show scarcely a crack. The doors and inner walls are carved and paneled. The attic above the second story was, according to tradition, the death chamber or execution room. Here on the floor dull splashes and spattered drops of blood are discernible. There is in the great fireplace in the attic a hidden opening, which leads to the basement. Into this opening, the bricks being first removed, the bodies of murdered captives were thrown into the moat below, which swept them out into the river and sound beyond. A secret door led from the first floor to the basement, which seems to have been the chief jail, as it has barred windows. There are marks all over the woodwork. Here, Teach seems to have lived undisturbed. In the county court of Pasquotank County, North Carolina, there are recorded certain deeds granting titles to one Teach. With the inlets along the banks, which protect and create the sounds, well guarded, and with the inadequate method of naval attack in vogue in the days of Spanish supremacy, it was easy for the pirate chieftain to establish himself securely and defy the authorities. Teach obtained the title of Blackbeard soon after he became an independent pirate. He made for himself a horsehair beard, which represented a fiendish and unnatural growth of nature, 
as a means of spreading terror among those who fell into his hands. The beard was tied in red ribbon bows and had the desired effect. Blackbeard's end was tragic. While the pirate was in winter quarters and most of his cutthroats had scattered over the Spanish main, Governor Spottiswood of Virginia sent Lieutenant Maynard of the British Navy with about thirty picked men to seek Blackbeard. The latter is said to have had seventeen men with him. Maynard went to the pirate's home in a small vessel. Seeing the armed craft approach, Blackbeard, with his usual daring, went out after it. After an exchange of broadsides and a battle of short duration, the English vessel suddenly presented a scene of affright. The men became frantic and rushed below deck, giving the ship up to the pirate. Blackbeard was caught in a ruse and boldly grappled with his opponent's boat. Mounting the gunwales, the pirate crew dashed recklessly on the captured English vessel. At command, the hatchways were thrown back and a swarm of expert swordsmen dashed to meet the buccaneers. A terrible battle followed. Blackbeard led his men with his usual intrepidity. At the last, when victory seemed within the grasp of Blackbeard, a sword entered his body and he fell wounded, so that his men lost heart and were nearly all killed. The head of Teach was severed from the body, and with this trophy mounted on the bowsprit, the English lieutenant returned to Virginia. Searchers for Blackbeard's treasure have dug all along the Carolina shores, but all in vain. Every occupant of his house has had the craze, but not a trace of his ill-gotten wealth has ever been found. End of Home of Blackbeard, One of America's Cruelest Pirates Recording by Colleen McMahon